0: greetings to you all my lovely royal sons and daughters of the great african continent both home and abroad you're welcome to the dr Beth podcast an afrocentric economic social cultural and empowerment podcast just for you and i'm your soul sister dr beth the woman on a mission for great africa a multi-dimensional being having a human experience here to thrive not to survive wonderfully and fearfully created the original and not the duplicate. Do not walk alone. Love, guide me. Not fear. I'm here to raise the frequency, the vibration, and to bring you my lovely royal sons and daughters of the great African continent, both home and abroad. I bring you all good energy, and in all that you do, you ought to let love guide you. Not fear, because fear. Is the greatest vampire of energy. I love you all, especially you. Salutations à tous mes lois auditeurs. Bienvenue au podcast du Dr. Beth. Je t'aime, ma chérie. Je mon chérie. My lovely audience, I'm bringing you a new segment dubbed An Old Playbook for Great Africa. Read and understand the book. And you know how the game is played. My lovely royal sons and daughters of the great African continent. Today's episode is brought to us by kind courtesy of Jumia Global. Jumia, the number one e-commerce platform operating in great Africa. Strategic Afrocentric marketing. An Afrocentric business consortium. Sustainable organic agricultural project. Great Africa Women Empowerment Projects Empowering Great African Women Through Capacity Building and Advocacy, Concepts, Products, Promotions, Equipment Limited, Black Busters, Agribusiness and the Dr. Beth's World of Fragrance Today Special new segment is powered by star coffee as i rightly told you last year 2023 i told you that the year 2024 is all about coffee 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 and today's special episode is brought to us by star coffee star coffee is a leading coffee processing roasting, and packaging company in uganda They have years of experience in the coffee industry, delivering superior taste and aroma of coffee like no other. You can find Star Coffee in Kampala, Uganda, Luzira Industrial Park of the Bell Road. Call Star Coffee for all your bulk purchases or orders by using this telephone number 256 414-253-454. 414-253-454. The telephone number once again for Star Coffee is 00256-414-253-454. The email address for Star Coffee is info at Visit Star Coffee's website using this website address www.starcoffee.co.uj star coffee wonderful aroma lovely lingering finish of ugandan coffee star coffee for vitality drink star coffee use star coffee to make your lovely pastries and cakes and what have you star coffee recognize star coffee my lovely audience would you want to embark on a trip to Mumbai or to Lagos or to Abuja or to Accra or to Guangzhou China remember to fly Ugandan Airlines Ugandan Airlines is a lovely great African experience experience it by flying Ugandan Airlines
1: The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the rains came tumbling down. The down the The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. But the house on the rock stood firm. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains came tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. The rains came down and the floods came up. And the house on the sand fell flat. Splat!
0: My lovely royal sons and daughters of the great African continent, I present to you the new segment, An Old Playbook for Great Africa. Understand the game and you know how it's played. Stay tuned.
1: Africa, historically, Sub-Saharan Africa has been fundamental to the global prosperity of the advanced countries. And Africa
0: had a role to play. It has a role as a raw material producer. We will not allow Sub-Saharan Africa to escape that. That is the old playbook. Okay, we do everything to keep sub-Saharan Africa where it is, also impoverished. It's absolutely vital for the prosperity of everyone else. So let's get clear about that. And this means all the economic structures, all the global institutions, and the economics we teach everyone is all designed to keep Africa exactly where it is. So now you get the game. That is why we say we are done with the nonsense education that is an old playbook an old playbook understand it and you know how things are going
2: so that's where you look at where we are today 135 years later System that was put in place to see that Africa and her children are forever defeated, that Africa is forever exploited, remains in place today, alive and well. And we sit here and we ask ourselves, why isn't Africa moving forward? Why does Africa continue to be taken advantage of? Well, I'll tell you why very simply. Until Africa comes together as a continent speaking with one voice, one continent, one people, nothing, and I repeat, nothing is going to change.
0: Exactly. She understands the game. She understands the old playbook.
2: As individual little African countries, we are wannabe boxers. We will never make it fighting against the heavyweights. We must speak with one voice. And this is exactly... what our pan african leaders wanted to see happen in 1963 when they came together in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. They clearly stated that Africa for the Africans at home and abroad and that African Union was now. They that Africa must speak with one voice. It is the only way for Africa to take its rightful place on the world stage, sadly. When they went to Addis Ababa in 1963, they were divided. We had two factions, the Casablanca group and the Monrovia group. The Casablanca group were saying Africa for the Africans at home and abroad and African Union now. This was Ghana, Guinea, Mali, Egypt, Morocco, Algeria, and Tunisia, only seven. The other 25 of the 32 who attended were the Monrovia group. There were the
0: nationalists, they said, let's go slow. That is the old playbook. Divide and rule. The old playbook. Let's kind of wait on
2: this Pan African thing. 55 years later, 56 this year, we're still going slow. As if it wasn't bad enough that we were divided up into the tiny little countries that we are today. The gift that Berlin Conference gave us. That is the game. One other thing that France did between 1958 and 1961 in the name of giving us our independence as African countries. France forced the Francophone and I hate that terminology. There is no such thing as Francophone, Anglophone. They made it
0: that is another old playbook game
2: but for the purposes of communication I will use that 14 of those countries they said in order for you to get your independence from us you must sign this document you thought they could have found a better name for the document the document was called the pact for the continuation I repeat the pact for the continuation of colonization. We are talking about giving you independence, but sign this pact for the continuation of colonization. That is the game. In a different format Mm -hmm. and i'm going to highlight some of those issues that they said you must agree to if you are going to be independent hello maybe we need to redefine the meaning of independence for the french First, France said, you see, you don't know how to manage your money. We're going to demand that you deposit 85% of your bank reserves with the French Minister of Finance under, rather, under the French Central Bank, under the control of the French Minister of Finance. France is then going to take your 85% bank deposits from each and every one of you. Deposit those funds in the French stock market, under the French name, and you may or may not
0: know the returns. That is the game.
2: Today, as we speak, the latest figures are saying for every 14 billion that France invests in the stock market from Africa, they are they are realizing upwards of 300 billion in return every year, year in year out. Because of these deposits from the African countries, France is taking out of Africa over 500 billion dollars
0: now. Milk in Great Africa dry and call it poor. You get the game. That is an old playbook out
2: for every 14 billion the returns on the investment are over 300 billion and they are taking over 500 billion so in actuality france is taking out of africa trillions of dollars year in and year out Mm -hmm. from us poor people africans
0: now tell me who is the real poor person great africa or france Mm -hmm.
2: Back to the pact. So should you want to access some of your money that you have deposited with France, you have to submit your country's financial returns. And if approved, you get to get it as a loan. You can only access up to 20% of your money year in, year out, as a loan at commercial interest rates, your own money. As if that was not enough. They said all your minerals discovered, yet to be discovered, all your oil discovered, yet to be discovered, France and French companies have the first right of refusal. If there's anything left over that the French companies do not want, your people might have.
0: That is the game. To this day... They
2: said you will only use the currency that we created for you because you're special Africans. We call it the sefer. There was the Central African sefer and the Western African sefer, same animal. And that France is the only one that can print it for you. 1958, fast forward, they're still printing it for us. And if you start misbehaving, they just stop printing your money. That is another game your country is in trouble. (laughs) They also said your language of instruction shall be French, whether you like it or not. That France will have military presence in your country, that your military can only be trained by France, that you can only buy military equipment from France, that you cannot have any Alliance with your neighbor, mm-hmm. and that in the event of war, your allegiance is only to France. <laughs> and furthermore, because they have military presence in your country, they can invade you without notice should they feel that the interests of France in your country are being violated.
0: Mm-hmm. Jeez, sister. Jeez.
2: Fast forward, 2019, nothing has changed. The same people who have the audacity to tell us that we are poor countries, they are taking trillions out of Africa every year.
0: That is Open Eye, another game from the playbook.
2: And one might say, why is it that African leaders haven't done anything about this deplorable situation? Well, let me tell you, my brother and sister, they have tried. Documented to this day, 22 coups where leaders were assassinated. France had something to do with it. <laughs> The first seven, when they decided they were pulling out of the CFA and that they're going to bring their own money, they were assassinated. Mm -hmm. Every time an African leader has tried to do what's best for their country, they were assassinated. Majority of them aided by France. Not anymore. And then others, they were just mercenaries who felt that when there was a a natural resource discovered in one country, they wanted to create a coup. So while the country is thrown into a civil war, they're siphoning the natural resource. We know of one particular story that had we not known about it, it would have been, oh, there we go again, the Africans. In uh, about 25 uh, years ago, a group of young, rich, white kids were having fun in Cape Town. They found out that there was oil in Equatorial Guinea that just been discovered and they wanted it. So they set out a plan to have a coup in Equatorial Guinea. So while the Guineans are busy fighting a civil war, they will be suffering the oil. But they made one mistake. There were two planes. One was to leave South Africa, stop in Zimbabwe, pick up more ammunition on their way to hunt in Equatorial Guinea. Another plane was taking off in the Caribbean that had this puppet diaspora who was supposed to be the next president. (sighs) I <sighs> Mugabe wondered why such young people needed such powerful ammunition to go hunt in Equatorial Guinea. In doing his research further, he found out that this was a coup in the making. He allowed them to land in Zimbabwe, they loaded their plane, and just before takeoff they were all arrested. The ringleader of that group was none other than the son of the former prime minister of the United Kingdom. Margaret she had to fly to Zimbabwe and paid handsomely to get her son out. The last one of those prisoners left Zimbabwe about
0: six, seven years ago. That is the old playbook. My lovely audience, thank you for joining me on the segment, The Old Playbook for Great Africa. Read to understand this playbook and you would know how to play the game. On Darama. Halawal Kongolikadi Jerry Jeff Babayne
2: You are